0: This is Mike Ross, public address announcer for your Toronto Maple Leafs, and this is the Leafs Late Night Podcast, your post-game destination. And now, your starting lineup,
1: Roscoe, the finalist, Southey, Beener, and Darty Brodeur on the Leafs Late Night Podcast.
0: Oh, hello, hello, welcome back Welcome back to Leafs Late Night Where it is never, ever, ever too late for the Leafs Presented by the one and only Inside the Rink Where you can find all of our lovely merchandise If you'd like to grab it, it's Mm -hmm. now available Some new fun stuff Um, But as always, I'm Roscoe, joined by Sadie And we might have uh, somebody else show up randomly throughout the convo But here we are, we got some things to talk about It's been a few games Uh, Sadie, how you doing?
1: Good, it's nice to be back on the pod. I think this is the first one since the new year. Too bad to have no. to come after a loss, but here we are. Yeah, welcome back. Hey, there's been some
0: wins, I think there was a win since, so yeah,
1: yeah we, we got can got talk about We've had a of those. few this
0: year, so yeah, uh, the year started off well. We had, uh, obviously some easy games with uh, Anaheim and back to back with San Jose, but um, it was. I think a good way to start things off after a losing streak, you know, get the guys back in the gear and, uh, and feeling good scoring lots of goals because they can, because San Jose is absolutely terrible. Mm. Like watching them play is,
1: it's kind of embarrassing. Like it's, it's really bad. I feel like the way they played those two games, the Marlies would be in a really tight game with them. And they're not even that good this year. No, they like, They're not. But yeah, to your point, it's a very good start for Leafs this year because obviously they got a couple wins. Um, the biggest thing was just they shorted up their goaltending. Even if it was just Martin Jones coming in to save the day wearing his cape, that was a huge, huge thing, I think, for this team. Oh, yeah, their confidence definitely shifted.
0: I mean, we talked about how much it was painful to watch people uh, try to fall back and defend Sammy because they knew he wasn't going to stop it. So it's nice yeah. watching the guys finally feel free and, and playing well. Um, there was a lot of talk about that second San Jose game being a trap game because, mm-hmm. you know, it was coming back from a road trip. It's against it. Oh, and yeah. look at that. Here, here he is. Be.
1: I knew he was going to be here. What are we... Also, not is, to mention, these are things um, we promise. We have... We're notoriously bad at beating bottom feeders in the league. So to get oh, a string of horrible. them, that was great. We needed to rack up those points.
0: Um, we did for sure. I'm just telling Mr. Darty Broder here to rejoin because he's here, but it says he's not recording, and that is literally my worst nightmare. So he's here in spirit him, only. I'm gonna have him rejoin. Um, so yeah, it was. It had all the makings to be a bad game, and the Leafs ended up just continuing their roll through of San Jose as they should. Yeah. Um, we are going to take. Oh nope, it is recording. Oh thank God. Welcome, <laughs> Mr. Darty Broder. I will play your theme song
2: <laughs>
0: oh my god plug headphones in turn something down dirty it's dirty broder, broder.
2: hello hello one and only
1: what's oh my going god. on Rever- beautiful people
0: i can i can hear us talking back if you can turn whatever down but it's going great buddy it's going great happy to have you here i love it
2: all right yeah my audio may be a little shoddy i think it was pretty bad last time too because i couldn't (laughs) find like um what do you call it uh riverside if you're gonna update the app like give people like a fucking tutorial okay because i couldn't figure out how to mute it they like hit it somewhere that was not convenient in the past it was like a very obvious like press this to mute very simple. Now it's like hidden in the h- hidden in the options. I don't want to do that. I want it right there in case I gotta mute right away.
0: <laughs> oh, Come we on. got a class, classic car cast coming in from Darty. Are you driving right now? Don't answer that oh. question.
2: <laughs> I, did, I did hit the wrong mute button, so I muted you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I can tell from looking. You don't need to answer that for legal purposes. Um, mm-hmm. So. We thought that uh, that these wins against the shitty California teams was going to be a good thing coming into this game here against um, the Islanders and uh, I mean obviously we knew Colorado was going to be a tough game, but that Islanders one was one that really thought that they would take and it really hurt to lose that one in OT especially anytime they're booing JT I just uh, I want to s- f- <laughs> send Jam those guys away. home sad <laughs> Yeah, that was that was tough. Oh, I think am I losing you guys? Nope. okay, that,
1: good. That was a tough one though. Like especially being up a few goals and then well, in both games, just being up two goals, I think, and coughing it up. Uh, the, yeah. the Islanders one was a bit of a trap one because they came back from the West Coast. They were on a bit of a high. I kind of expected them to lay a bit of an egg that game, but tonight was a little more concerning, or at least upsetting, right? Because they came out. In the first 20 minutes, it's like guns blazing. They look great, defensively great, offensively great, and then they just stop playing.
0: Yeah, and it seems like the, the moral of both games is uh, don't get comfortable. Uh, this team seemed to, I know you can get comfortable against San Jose when it's 7-0, but you you can't get comfortable against teams that actually you know are NHL caliber and sit back after you know a couple goals in one period and that kind of seems like what they've done is you know all the way up to keith the way that the lines have come out it's like okay let's just run the third and fourth out there to protect this like there is a defense in offense you know if the puck stays, stays in their end they can't score on you and i feel like that just escapes them once they get a lead and it's really hard to watch um the the other thing that i noticed um I mentioned Geo looked young again a couple games ago, especially that LA one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, you know, the the Geo plus rest equals good. Yeah. Um, that rest has evidently worn off. And my question is, why, with so many defensemen sitting in the wing, including Connor Timmins, who were paying over a million dollars, and Laguson, who's played minutes, and like, there's all these guys that have been in the lineup. Why are we not giving? Mark Giordano a break because that Geo Lilligren line has been so hot and
1: cold. Like I can buy the minute. Agree. Like I was one of his biggest, staunchest defenders, and I still think he's got some gas in the tank. But to your point, like we have to manage his ice time a lot smarter than we are. Especially like we're playing tomorrow. He could have had the night off tonight and then played tomorrow, right? I would have much rather it that way. He gets a lot much longer break coming off the aisle game. Um yeah, he he didn't look very good tonight, man. But, I mean, you're saying that, like, we, we could rest him tomorrow, and chances
0: are he's probably going to play tomorrow. And that's the, what frustrates me is, like, like why? He was so yeah. great when he came back from his injury. He had that rest. It was it looked like he was, you know, like you said, he's got gas in the tank. But it that just seems to burn out after three or four games. So yeah. give him a rest. Like, you have he,
1: so many guys. When he's not making, like, the smart and... Easy plays. That's when he's in trouble, right? Because that's his his bread and butter at this point. He's reliable. He's steady. He does all the small things right. So when you see him coughing up pucks in his own end on the penalty kill, it's a red flag. The guy needs a bit of a break. And to yeah. your point, you got you got Timmins in the wings. You got other guys bring him in.
0: Yeah, and I think the thing that I've noticed the most is you can tell he's gassed when he just starts throwing it up the boards every time yeah. he hits it. Like you don't see him hold on to it for more than a fraction of a second. It's like I'm I'm not doing this.
2: It's just, I think Keith needs to get his, uh, you know, maybe take take a couple notes from, uh, you know, like a baseball manager, you know, like because at this point, when when the guys are that old, it's like leaving the pitcher on the mound, you know, mm. for the fucking ninth inning, like, you know, he's he struck exactly. out everybody, pull him, pull him, pull pull the poor yeah. bastard. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a, I don't give a crap if he's going for an you know for some record breaking thing. The guy's old, all right. Like I I don't know I don't see yeah, why. He is. Like, this is one of those things where, like, when people are going to look back at Keith's time as a coach, like, they might, this might be somewhere that he's, like, people are overly really critical with him. I think he, like, I think he is, he's not neglectful, but maybe he's just ignorant to the fact that this guy is fucking ancient. <laughs> like, like we, and I liked Lagason. I liked Laguson's looks. I know we've got yeah. Timmons in the, on the back burner. Like, there's, there's guys that can fill that role, you know, like, it, temporarily. And I know, I know we're, we're very... We're, we're very cognizant of how we manage our goaltending, but I think in the similar vein, I think we need to have the same level of respect for our defense as well, especially because of the precarious situation that we often find ourselves when everybody gets injured. And with, an, with a guy of Gio's age... Again, like he's probably gonna listen to this if he ever does listen to this and think, Man, these guys are really get ragging on me for my old age. <laughs> like I'm still he probably thinks he's still a young buck, you know? Like <laughs> he's probably gonna be mad at us, send us an angry letter saying why do you guys keep talking about like, I'm some fucking uh like I'm some invalid. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like the truth is it's just like he's you know, he's not a young buck anymore and give the guys you know, let the sleeping dog lie a little bit, you know. I
1: don't know. Yeah, in, in hockey years he's he's long in the twos, a hundred percent. And there's nothing wrong with giving him a couple of games off. He's going to be in practice and he's still going to be mentoring young guys, which is really a big part of his role right now too. So to Dirty's point, yeah, that's well, well said Dirty. Yeah. Man and, I,
0: and I think, um, as far as mentoring young guys goes, like Lilligren has kind of been stapled to him whenever they've been out there that that has been a solid pair, but yeah. it works. Um, when it doesn't like, Lilligren thrives in a situation where he has a uh, responsible defensive partner that can cover for him because Lilligren likes to come up and take those little extra chances and be that, that depth offensive forward. Um, and he can't really do that when there's all these turnovers. And I think like that's where we're seeing the mistakes tend to happen. as you know Lilligren pinches up and and Gio misses a pass or something. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not doing either of the many favors and it's not helping Lilligren's development when no. Gio's playing badly. When he's playing well, like again, it's LA. It's great, you know. Like just give the guy some games off. That's all. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Okay, so, so I
2: kind of jumped into I kind of jumped go. into this chat. I kind of jumped into this chat, and okay, so I was list. I listen to games a lot because I'm a cheap bastard, and I also try to make sure I watch some of the highlights if I can't see it on TV. <laughs> but did uh, did I did I uh, am I am I mistaken in saying that did did our Lilydale chicken cutlet not get a goal this game or what? Like,
1: oh, <laughs> well, he did. Yeah, oh, hi, it was buddy. a beauty too.
0: Yeah, it was um, all from uh, Mitch Martyr's new favorite player, Pontus Holmberg this guy has been on fire. He was a plus three. I don't know what he ended with. Uh, they kept mentioning he was a plus three on the night, but that's before in the first. Yeah. Hole. Um, so it, well, even once the, the goals started coming against them, I think he still managed it for at well, least shoot. two of them. Uh, but, um, it all came down to his effort to keep the play alive in front of the net. You know, he's down on his knees. He's whacking at it. He's keeping the puck alive. And, uh, Managed to make its way out right to Lilligren, who put it in. So um, great effort. This guy's really making a case to stay in the lineup. I mean, it helps when you have the endorsement of Mitch Marner. But, (laughs) you know, now everybody's talking about him.
1: Well, he had a good career in Europe even before this. And he just does all the little things right. Like, he works really, really hard. He's good on the puck battles. He's got a bit of offensive upside. But he's very, very responsible defensively as well. Um, Yeah, he's a great, great addition right now. And that's not good news if your name is Nick Robertson unfortunately <laughs> not.
2: And a quick shout out to uh, pa- pa- Pontius Holmeslice All right, he's like he's he's definitely surprised me a lot too. That guy, um, I'm pretty sure he's, he was on the line with uh, Domi, if I'm not mistaken, right? And th- like that's not a that's not a bad little line out there.
0: Yeah, was it was it uh, Jankrow, Domi, Knives, or um, Holberg? I believe it was. Yeah, was it was because in the fourth? fourth, fourth line was Gregor McMahon and Camp. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that tracks. Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, Domi scored as well. He's been playing well the last couple games. Yep. Uh, that knuckleball from way out was uh, was a, a nice change. You know, we don't usually see that.
1: Yeah, if there's one thing, maybe we would like the fourth line to be going a little bit more. But uh, yeah, they've been shit. The top three, <laughs> they've been rolling pretty well. Yeah. Um, oh, another
0: thing that's changed that seems to be working well is uh, Nylander taking the bumper spot on the power play. And I think what's cool about this is when we had Mitch Marner there, yes, he's good at playing that defensive role, but he doesn't have its not that he doesn't have a shot, but nine out of 10 times, mm. you're not expecting him to take that shot. Whereas Nylander, you put him there and all of a sudden the defenseman and uh, well, the, the defending team has to make a choice. Of, like, oh shit, like, do we let Nylander have the shot from here or do we pinch the pass? Like, it adds a little more confusion and chaos to uh, the other team for the power play. And I think that's a really good choice. And I'm glad that is now at a point where he is respected across the league enough with his shot that, like, yeah. that's an option.
1: You have to respect his shot. And that means that defense would have to be out on them a lot quicker. And it gives a lot more space on the half boards for Matthews. Whoever's down there right now is Tavares. Um, Yeah, I really, really like him out there right now. Um, I think he's been celebrating a little too hard after putting the (laughs) pen to paper. So hopefully he comes back in the next game and dials it up a bit. But to your point, yeah, I really like him back there. Yeah,
0: and the other end of that is that puts Mitch in front of the net and he's creative and small and and handsy. And, you know, he he can be a little bit of a pain in the ass there. So it works, I think, for now. Dirty, you got something?
2: Not to not to get ahead because I don't remember. I, like, I remember I jumped into this. I don't know how far we are, but how do we feel about Jonesy tonight? You played good. I mean,
0: yeah, he's been playing well. I don't fault him for any of, not any of them. I mean, like obviously, there's always one you'd like to have back, but like I don't think he's been playing badly. He's got a nine twenty eight save percentage coming into tonight. He's had eight wins. Like he's played what was it twelve of their last thirteen games. It's been uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. One of his biggest things I found is he goes side to side really really well he doesn't overslide. he knows how to track pucks really well there and he doesn't give up too big of a rebound when he does it he made two really big saves tonight doing that yeah and um he only once has made me
0: butthole clench but with his behind the net puck handling i don't like and him no.
1: touching the puck that's, <laughs> that's that's a big thing yeah
0: it's usually like a th- rule of thumb for most goaltenders: uh, stay in the net. But yeah, he he had one little blunder uh, outside of it. But other than that, I mean, the Can't dude's complain, been man. dude's been solid, absolutely solid.
2: Everybody wants to be Marty Broder, but they all just end up being Darty Broder. All right, <laughs> <laughs>
1: no one's Dirty Broder. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> You'd sooner be Martin than Dirty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, instead, yeah, we got
1: Martin Jones.
2: Martin, Joe, I know that's crazy. He's, it's the it's the Leafs don't need a good goaltender. They they just need a goaltender, and it's just it's crazy that like even I think even Vasilevsky when he has bad games, where games, let's say a game where he lets in three goals. There's a lot of games I feel like he's let in three goals, but still won because like that's the kind of I'm not talking about. I'm not like Leafs don't need Andre Vasilevsky. They need a goaltender who has that same mindset of, okay, you might score three on me, but that's it, all right? Yeah. That's all you're getting. And like, I feel like, obviously, the Leafs lost 5-3 five, five, tonight, whatever, but I think the, where, where I'm going with this about goaltending is the Leafs just need a guy who's still not going to fucking panic when, you know, two or three bad goals go on him. You just have to say, you know what? Okay, I'm closing the lid to the garbage can. That's it. That's all it's getting in there. It just, and it's, it's all about just having not like courage per se but more like just you know i don't say you know testicular fortitude but it's just like at some point you just have to say f this i'm still going out there and playing a damn good game i feel like there's a lot of we've had a lot of emotional goaltending i think sometimes when it comes to like games like that you just have to put emotion aside and say i'm still i'm still standing in front of this net try and fucking stop it try you know try and get it past me i don't know
1: the epitome of that is Grant Fuhrer in the 80s, right? He would let in four or five goals, but then he wouldn't let in the six and you let your big horses up front outscore everyone. And yeah, Toronto can do that. I think it's good for them to do it in the regular season, but they do need a certain caliber of goaltending, I think, going into the playoffs to mask a few of their deficiencies. So as it is right now, I think it's good, but they're they're going to need to bring their goaltending up a little bit more in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I mean, once Wool comes back, you figure exactly. the tandem of Wool and Jones, and you hope that you rehab Sammy. You've got the three of them like playable. That should be, yep. as Darty says, you know, good enough goaltending for this team. Hundred percent. I, I, you just you cross your fingers and hope that everybody's healthy and playing well. Because so, I mean, we're we were Martin Jones not being good away from a complete disaster. So no, the our, our luck might run out
1: into. Who do we start tomorrow? I, I'm 90% sure that it's Sammy because he's already here. But uh, Who are they playing? Detroit.
0: Detroit. I mean, I guess you got to try Sammy out. I mean, let's talk about that. He gets called up after a couple practices or a practice and some some training and no games with the Marlies. Um,
1: why? I thought he was going to be down there a lot longer than he was. I thought there was going to be like a slow rebuild of his confidence, get him away from the ring for you know two three weeks maybe, work on his game, his mental side, and then get him a couple of games in the a. like you don't want to insult this guy too too much. Um, but to see him back up already with, without even having many practices, it's it's a bit surprising.
0: Could there be a weird little? idea that they're more concerned about Dennis be's development than Sammy putting it back together.
1: It's entirely possible. Or maybe they have something on a back burner where if Sammy plays a good game or two, they can offload him? Yeah, I guess it is hard to trade a guy who's
0: chilling in the A. Mm-hmm. Um, it also kind of sucks to have Hill to be away from the Marleys and not playing. Uh, so I, I just think it's it's not... Like, if you're not going to play Hill to be in the NHL and they had an opportunity to do that and they didn't in a back-to-back against San Jose. Yeah,
1: like, I, I hear that. I don't think it's a bad experience for the B-upper, though. Like, he got to live the NHL lifestyle for a little bit. He got to practice with the best goal scorer in the world for yeah. a couple of weeks. This is very, very, very valuable experience for him. Um, Would I have liked him to see him play one game? Yeah, probably. But I'm not too upset that he didn't.
0: Yeah, I just mean, like, if going forward we weren't gonna bring Sammy back up and Hildeby's just gonna ride the pine, like
1: yeah, how agree. good is
0: that how it's good not. is that for his long term development? So maybe they're thinking like it might be better to have Hildeby play games in the A, like, consistently than to have him play three in the NHL. So
1: I think so. Eh,
0: I guess they might know that Wall is coming back <laughs> sooner than later. That's my guess. And too. it's and it's like, let's try to move on from Sammy, like get him a couple games and trade him. You might be right. So, we'll see. Um, Now,
2: now riddle me this, fellas. Did did, uh, Sammy not get put on waivers or something at some point?
0: He did. He did. In the middle of playing, absolutely horrible. They sent him down and nobody claimed him. But, you know.
2: And to the best of my knowledge, I was going to say, if you're on waivers, like anybody can pick you up, correct?
0: Yep. Yeah. But, I mean, there's been a couple goalies that have gone down. We've seen Jack Campbell and... um, Anti Ranta and Eric Comrie, also all clear waivers this year. So
1: difference um, is Samuel has this year on his contract, right? So Yeah,
0: but it's like so it's three like, million.
2: I, yeah. I think my, it's my the,
0: point, the AAV is the reason the teams couldn't go for it. But
2: Well, I guess my point in all this is just like as you're mentioning with the other goaltenders, it's like yeah, like you get put on waivers, no one picks you up. It's like like you know, obviously the current the current situation with him in Toronto is you know, pretty hellish at this point. It's probably like a nightmare mm. that won't end for him, right? And you know, unfortunately, no one decided to end that nightmare because we all know that any player who gets picked off the Leafs like ends up having a, You know, there's a good chance they're going to have a better time wherever they go than where they are here. Uh, probably. But, you know, the, the great Winston Churchill once said that if you're going through hell, keep going. And I think that, <laughs> like, it, it's Love obviously nothing, nothing's nothing's coming up Millhouse for. Uh, for Sammy at this point, so he might as well just fucking ride it out. And if they give him the opportunity to be between the pipes, like just just you know give it your all, buddy. Because at this point, like there's nothing else to lose, right? You gotta just you gotta just kill it. And I I expect nothing but greatness now. I'm sure there's gonna be a couple stinkers. You know, it's the Leafs. It's he's never usually the goaltender. Like there's a good chance it's not the goaltender's fault, right? There's, we, we play some stinky games in front of some great goaltenders, so. You know, I, I, I wouldn't doubt that like sammy's gonna have a couple bad games but I, I can you know he's got nothing else better going on so you might as well if you yeah. if he got, if he between the pipes you know i can i i expect greatness all right I, I and i'm i bet that guy demands it i bet sammy's looking in the mirror right now saying like you know like shedding one manly tear and saying i'm gonna do it i'm <laughs> i'm a i'm a i'm a winner and i'll do it
1: <laughs> you may not be wrong like he said this was a huge wake-up call for him He's obviously in a contract year, so he's trying to make the best for that. And like this guy fucking outdoeled Vasilesi last year. Let's not forget about this. He was one of the best goaltenders in the league last year. He's got a pedigree of being good. He's also has a history of slipping up here and there, but not for long periods in the way that he has been. So if he comes back and actually plays not too bad, I wouldn't be that surprised by it. And it's not a yeah. bad thing. It feels like everybody's kind of wanting him to fuck up again. Like, why? If he's playing good, this is good for us. This is a good problem to have.
0: Um, I think the the wanting him gone is just a reactionary thing that Leafs Nation has whenever
1: they can clear no. cap money. They're Come like, on. oh, we can get
0: rid of somebody? Great. Let's Leafs clear more Nation cap Nation
1: does not have knee-jerk reactions. We are no. calm, cool, collected, <laughs> and we think things through. Um, I think the other thing is because
0: goaltending is such a confidence-based thing, like the team showing that they have the confidence in him to come back might yeah. help him out a bit. Like, you know, like from what we've seen and what we've heard from our, our goal coach and everything, like we feel like you can, you can do this. That might mm-hmm. be enough for him to just snap back into yeah. it. Like, Oh, you know what? I am a professional goaltender. I can do this. So.
1: Cause what, what, what what's the alternative, right? What if he plays a couple of games in the A and then he plays like shit again? Is he gone completely? Like it's, it's, it's a really risky thing to do with a goaltender's confidence like him.
0: Yeah, and, and not to push the guy when he's down, but like when you have a comparable in Jack Campbell to look at, like, I don't want to be there, like it kind of, yep, again, with the mental game, it makes it harder, like seeing somebody who's going through it worse than you and being like, I don't want to end up there. Yeah.
2: And you know what? You know, the great Gimli once said, you know, certainty of death, small chance of success. What are we waiting for? <laughs> All right. So go out there, Sammy, because you got nothing, yeah. you know, you got nothing to lose. Let's go. A, let's go
1: tonight. <laughs> It'd be great. Too. Like, what if he plays really good? He goes on a heater. He's all of a sudden a trade chip for us. Or if Jones gets hurt, then you know he's our backup. It's him playing good is good for us. We want that. Good problem to have. Exactly. Um, so the uh,
0: the other good problem to have that we will segue into because I know there's lots more to talk about the game, but it is late. Um, Good problem to have
2: oh my is. Oh Leafs late night. What, I know, right?
0: <laughs> but uh, good problem to have is too many good players that need too much money. Um, there's been a lot of back and forth on uh, you know the dollar value and all that, but uh, you've heard it here. Definitely not first, but William Nylander signed 11 and a half times eight. So. We talked a lot about this, like literally the night before he signed it. So we don't need to recap a ton of that. Everyone knows uh, what this does to the salary cap and all that. But what I want to talk about is um, salary cap aside, because fuck that. Is Newlander worth $11.5 million for eight years?
1: Yes. Yes. Short answer is yes. Um, Lamar. Long answer is it, it. really depends where this cap goes, right? And that's the problem I here. Hate is that. that it hangs over everything? Exactly. Is everybody's
0: commentary, everybody's negative feelings towards this, are one thousand percent based on the salary cap, and that should not be the way that we look at the sport that we all love. So we should all be happy for the fact that Neilander has played his way into an insane raise and getting what he deserves and for staying with this team for eight years. Like everybody should be happy about this. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just, it's, it's so frustrating, but
1: so yes, he try, is. Working. This try guy's going to be a hundred point player. I think went forward. He's on pace for 120 something right now. I don't think he's yeah. going to do that, but I think he is closer to hundred and something than he is 80 or 90. And oh, for that's, sure. that's hard to come by. And this guy was drafted by Toronto developed by Toronto We've had a notoriously hard time keeping our prospects in the fold. So here we are. We finally got a bunch of them and everyone's fucking furious about it.
0: And how much of a a giant flex is it to be like, yeah, we picked this guy eighth overall, by the way, seven of you passed on this guy and we just paid him 11 and a half times eight because he's worth that much money. How does that feel? Like there's so many things to feel good about here. I mean, they keep talking about all these stats that these guys are breaking. Like, by the end of their runs, Nylander, Marner, and Matthews are going to be in the top of every single stat. So, like, it's it's insane to be mad about keeping somebody because mm-hmm. of this insane salary cap. Like, what a dumb and system. And for a fan
1: base that's always saying, like, playoffs this, playoffs that, he's been our best playoff performer for, like, the every past year. years. And guess what he's doing this year? He's killing penalties, and he's doing a really good job at it, too.
0: All the way back to the Montreal series. He was the only one that Ooh, showed up. Dirty, like, nice light. Oh, buddy. There he is. Finally see ya. But yeah, all the way <laughs> back to Montreal. I can <laughs> I can remember Thank being... You. Um, I remember my video of taking all my Leaf shit down. I stopped on my Newlander action figure and I was like, you know what? Not you. you you're okay. You tried. Everybody yeah. else, fuck you.
1: I think it's a good deal. Uh, it's, he, he bet it on himself. So congratulations for that too, right? He probably could have signed for a 9.5, maybe 10 in the offseason. He said, yep. "Fuck that." Took him to the bank. Never good friend.
0: Said, him. Uh, "Hold my beer, and uh, i <laughs> hold to, my And I these
1: warriors at home too. Like, what's the last time you guys left some money on the table at work? Just to have a better yeah. work environment, right? Let me know when that happened because it doesn't fucking happen.
0: Exactly. And look, it's going to hurt for one year, and then we all know that Tavares is not going to sign for double digits again. Exactly. Like That's that's just yeah. like the Minnesota the Wild are making it work. With a fourteen million dollar cap hit because of a buyout, like we can handle having no buyout cap hits and still maintaining a team.
2: Uh, oh. We lost Sadi. i oh, here. Yeah.
1: Nope,
0: oh, it says you'll continue in a new track. That is okay. Sorry about that. No problem.
1: We get the B side, yeah. Sadi. Now. hey <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know if you heard Sadie, but yeah, if if the Minnesota Wild can take a huge cap hit and still be somewhat competitive, I know they're not great this year, but like we can stomach having a couple guys that are too good at the same time, you know?
1: Yes. Yes, we can.
0: Like it's not like it's dead space, it's a human being making 11 and a half who scores a shit ton of goals.
1: Yeah, get some players on ELCs. Exactly. It certainly is funny.
2: Like we have come a long way with like Willie and his contracts and what his worth is. And you know what it, it took a while for all of lease nation. And I'm, th- mm-hmm. there is, there is very few doubters now, right? Like we all know that he is worth every penny. If you find someone who still thinks that William Nylander is not worth that amount of money, And it's like, again, like the arguments are, are so dumb if there is, And we've all been there. We've all, I'm pretty sure we, every single one of us has been on the opposite side of like, he's not worth that much. And now, you know, in 2024, we have all become, accepted the fact that Willie is that good. He has earned that. He is definitely, you know, paid, you know, he is exactly what he is, you know, being paid and it's. It's one of those things where it's like we're literally, you know, when you say what, well, you know, it, is the answer yes, it's like yeah, the answer is yes while also committing the Japanese art of seppuku. You know what I mean? Like we're well, like we're also we're well aware, we're well oh aware of that mother. You know what I mean? Like we're like yes, and we're like stabbing each other and our organs are coming out because we know yeah. that because we know that to lose willie is losing everything, but to also pay willie is losing everything. And it's just like Yes, this cap sucks. We look at baseball. We look at we look at um, Otani, and he's like doing these crazy like Bobby Bonilla deals, where he's like, what <laughs> what is it like eight eight years of like two million dollars, and then like ten like was it ten yeah, years of like a
1: bajillion
2: dollars you know a Brazilian and a half dollars? Like how does that doesn't even Brazilian make sense? <laughs> no, you know it, I mean? it's nuts Like like, no, like seven it, seven gorillion. Doll- like this guy's making like, like mad mad money. And, like, we're, like, complaining about William Nylander making, like, what is a king's ransom in this league, but is, like, literally nothing in any other league. You no,
1: know? He, he's, like, the type of player that's almost impossible to replace, too. Like, you heard the arguments on Twitter, which was, you know, let him walk. We'll take three players, sign him for, you know, $3 bucks each. That, that, first of all, you don't have the roster space to do that. Secondly, they're not fucking William Nylander, right? It's insane to think about. And one last little thing about him, this guy's making under $7 million this year. It's wild. He's been underpaid for most of his contract right now, so I think him getting one like eleven five is it's fine. It's been yeah, okay, working itself get, out.
0: Let's get three guys worth three million that get paid three million dollars. Okay, um, Sam Lafferty, Pierre Engvall, and like Ilya Mikheyev. Does that fix your problems having those three guys? No, like it that's three it Those are three million dollar players. Whose
1: spots are they taking? Right, it's a, It's so yeah, fucking yeah, exactly. stupid. I can't stand it.
0: It's like when you get a trade in fantasy that's like three players for one. You're like, okay, but I have to drop <laughs> two guys, you know? We know all about like, that. And to be completely fair, because I know last episode I was I was going off about the salary cap implications, but, like, this is Darty's point. is like we're damned if we do and damned if we don't. Like, it's going to suck next year. We're going to have to absolutely scrape the bottom of the barrel to mm-hmm. find ELC guys that we can fill out the edges of this roster with or... Hope and pray that, you know, some of the Marlies are uh, are blossoming next year, but it's going to be tough. Like, next year's not, potentially not going to be a fun year. Like, we never know what this team can pull out, but there's going to be uh, a quick drop off between the top six and the bottom six, is, you know, my guess, at least. Who knows what's going to be on defense because we're losing True. a bunch of them, too.
1: And a little shout out to Benito, the Basset Hound. He was mentioning that, too, tonight on Twitter. It's maybe not a great time to trade Nick Robertson because he doesn't get paid much and we might need him next year just for a
0: very good point. Uh, a lot of talk around moving Nick Robertson, just because he's been in and out of the lineup. He hasn't had a lot of opportunities. We know the potentials there and people are still putting value on him. It's just been such a tough run for this guy um, to get where he is now. So it, I find it strange because the Leafs are taking on projects like Kiefer Bellows. They took on, <clears throat> I don't even want to mention his name, mm-hmm. um, sent back to Russia, um, Mr. AG, and, um, who was the other one? Um, oh my god, uh, uh, Tyler Ennis. We took on as a project. Like it seems like the Leafs are taking on projects every year, so it would seem strange to ship one out. You know, it seems like Nick Robertson's kind of an own project, like one that you brought up. You should kind of see that through. No,
1: one hundred percent. Like I've always liked this guy too. I think his off his upside is huge. Um, he's not going to thrive playing nine to eleven minutes, unfortunately. But even still, if you look, he's got quite a few points for the amount of games he's played. Yeah, he's got six goals. Give, give him like a couple more minutes and maybe it's someone better to play with and who knows. Yeah.
2: I was trying to figure out who AG was in this whole time. And I was like, ah, cat food, that guy, you know, the fucking like, I'll turn your whole family into, like, what did he, he say? He's like, he's like threatening them in the backseat, the cops, like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like he's like, to Turn them I, into like duck liver pate or something. What, what is, man, that guy's one phone
0: call. How crazy is that? How crazy is it that you're playing in a KHL now and no one's ever going to hear from you again? Oh man, moron. absolute moron. Okay, so um, Sadie, we'll be right back. But we're going to talk uh, All Star stuff and the big news of the night. The absolutely massive news of the night is that not one. Oh, where's my thingy? Why is it muted? Did you hear that? Did it is work?
2: It, is it, is it explosion? Duh, wave? <laughs> no, not one.
0: Not two. Not three. but four. Toronto Maple Leafs will be joining yep. the All-Star Game. Because <laughs> thanks to all of us in Leafs Nation, not only William Nylander, but uh, Morgan Riley and Mitch Marner will be joining Austin Matthews at the All-Star Game in Toronto. That definitely had nothing to do with the fact that it's in Toronto at all. And I will stand by that because uh, Vancouver has five people going and we have four.
2: If, if you're listening to this in the dead of winter and your and your Pioneer audio system in your car blows out your back window, we sincerely apologize, but we will not be held responsible for <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's when you go, okay, Google, make a note. Leafs late night is not responsible. And it just <laughs> uh, does that in people's notes while they're listening to this.
2: yeah what what happened to your car oh yeah i was listening to a podcast and like the the booming bass of a of a howitzer just blew out my windows
0: (laughs) (laughs) so okay i want to talk all-star here um so just to recap because i know it's been a while since we talked about it the weekend uh we start on thursday with the four captains and their celebrity guests i think so far we only know matthews and McDavid as the two uh, the two captains and everybody is assuming, McKinnon. Um, and McKinnon too. Okay, I don't know if right. everyone's assuming or it's like actually confirmed that Bieber is the celebrity partner for Matthews, but I'm pretty sure it's it's going to happen. Um, I mean, considering what we saw with the jerseys today, it will probably, pardon me, probably happen. Uh, so we saw. Everybody announced from the fan vote and there's going to be four captains that are going to pick their teams on Thursday, which will also feature the um, PWHL three on threes showcase. So make sure you watched everything on uh, that Thursday because it's going to be super exciting. If you haven't caught any P- PWHL games yet, I highly recommend it. We will talk about that next time because we don't have time tonight, but super exciting games that are so loud. The fans are crazy. Uh, but All star. Uh, I want to do a little game. I know there's only three of us, but um, let's just pull up the all-star roster real quick. And if you had the number one pick, Southey, who would you take?
1: (sighs) I'm not a homer, so I'd pick Austin
0: Matthews. (laughs) Darty, what about you? Who do you think you would pick? Number one. Austin Matthews is uh, off the board.
2: Uh, you know what? Um, my namesake is a goaltender, so I will pick Connor Hellebuck. I feel like he's been pretty good, decent.
0: Good Has pick, he not? Good pick. That is a really good pick, actually.
1: Because remember, we're playing for a million bucks here. Yeah, there's actual money on the line this year.
0: Is it the? Is this one for a million too? Or I thought it was just the skills. Connor. I've.
1: We should look this into might it, be. but I think it is for yeah, it's for some cash.
0: Um, and then I, if I'm here, I'm gonna take um. Oh boy! Oh, I mean, come on! This is a. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably go Connor McDavid. You, you probably should. I was between him and Quinn Hughes, like thinking defense, but like because we got to stop all of these crazy people, right? You're but, not uh, wrong. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Connor.
2: You know, it's funny, like for a lot of these guys, too. Like, a million a million dollars is like that's that's a that's a turkey dinner on the table for some of these guys. There's no laughing matter,
1: <laughs> no doubt.
0: Uh, do we want to do we want to pick whole teams here? Do you, you want to? I mean, we should wait until we have Justin yeah. because I kind of want to do four and actually like write them down and yeah. keep track of it. And for I sure. can't do that right now, so It'll but just fun. uh. Just for anybody who is watching, you can look at. Uh, they have all the, the roster up with the new additions as of tonight, uh, being Jeremy Swayman, Alex Gorgiev, Kyle Makar, Leon Dreisaitl, Sergey Bobrovsky, and then Mitch Marner, William Neilander, Morgan Riley, Brock Besser, ooh. Thatcher Demko, J.T. Miller, and Elias Pettersson. Man, <laughs> happy times in Vancouver. Let's hope they don't burn the city down.
1: <laughs> Last. The belt.
0: Yeah, ooh, I know. Last thing I want to touch on with the All-Star here is um, the big news that came out tonight, otherwise uh, other than the um, the fan vote, and that's these jerseys, these Drew House X NHL All-Star jerseys. there is a lot of very loud opinions on these louder than the colors of the jerseys themselves. So oh, if no, you're listening, I, I've we've just got seen blue, them red, yellow, white.
2: It's the first time I'm seeing them, in this, and, they, you know, this picture is very small because I'm looking at it on my phone, but it kind of stink. <laughs> but,
1: I thought that, too, at first, and now I kind of like them. I've come know. around. Here, I'll make I, bigger see, for you I there. feel like
2: if, if they're on, you know, a full-size gentleman, they might actually look a little bit better. Just the way they're hanging right now kind of gives them not much life.
1: With here. the pads and everything. Let me... I mean, they're fun. I like them. Have we seen like the font on the back for the names?
0: Yeah, it's like that's, the, the Drew font. It's kind of silly.
1: That's the one thing I didn't really like too much about it. Um, yeah. The blue and one, like white ones I like a lot. The yellow one I'm eh, a little-ish about. The red one's pretty cool too. It's the yellow one I don't like very much.
0: Yeah, the yellow one is a little, um, how do I say this? Nashville Predators loud. Mustardy, yeah. Yeah, it's not a good color for a jersey. It's just very bright. And it's funny, today when I was looking through, um, what do you call it? Um, streaming service app logos on my TV. Um, oh, here, I can switch to the share this tab instead. Can you see this?
1: Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: There. So that's the one without a name on it. It says all star. Let me just zoom in on this.
1: I like the numbers in the back. I like that.
0: Yeah. that shading with the drew Mm -hmm. font. I don't know what you call it, Um, but yeah, so sorry. I was looking through the, uh, the apps on my TV to find um, bell five TV. And I realized like every single streaming app is either blue or red. And I had to like stop for a second. I was like, Oh my God, which blue one is it? (laughs) Because I kept hitting Amazon Prime, and then I was like, "Nope, that's Disney. Nope, that's nope. Crave. Like all of them are blue. Why aren't any of them yellow?" It's because yellow is not a very calming color to look at when there's this much of it. It's a nice accent color. Like all these, the 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 front and the back logos are all yellow, but like a whole jersey, the yellow on yellow, mm-hmm. a little much. Like if you're gonna go yellow on the star and on the the actual NHL logo, like why Change would you pick that color. as? Or why would you pick yellow as one of the the colors? I guess you're going red, yellow, and blue as like primary but imagine, colors. Imagine
1: green or something with the yellow. That would have been pretty sick.
0: Yeah, for sure. You could have done green. You could have done um, purple. Purple. I wouldn't do orange. No. You could have done. You could have done red, blue, black, and white, but mm, that's kind yeah. of boring.
2: I, don't, I feel like fun. I feel like Van-, Van Gogh used a lot of yellow in his paintings and uh, that guy cut off an ear. So maybe you're right about that, <laughs> not, being, not being, being very, uh, being very unsettling the yellow, you know, <laughs> it's just,
0: just like, my eyes are immediately drawn to that one for, for better or worse. Yeah. Um, so otherwise, like, I think it's, here's the thing. The all-star game is for the young generation, right? Like it's for kids. It's for getting people into the game. It's for showing off all of the, uh, the big names. You can watch all of them in one place. Maybe you're a casual fan. Like that's what the all-star games for,
1: right? We desperately need that. This is a league who needs to market their fans way more than they are. I mean, they're, they're stars rather.
0: Yeah. And look, go to the grocery store, go to like, um, I don't know where else. I, cause I only go to the grocery store cause I'm 29. Um, so, <laughs> but go look at like new branding on go to like the health food aisle look at like a gluten-free pack of cookies you know look at what what the 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 branding on like oat milk or like think of like magic spoon you know all this new gen z targeted stuff is this kind of bubbly funky uh, it's like a pendulum shift from the blandification of the last you know the 2010s that we had where everyone went to simplify yes. logos like even I saw, uh, Pepsi just changed their logo back yeah. to like a new fun fun colored one like the old days instead of like the word Pepsi in lowercase like you know we're seeing a shift back to bigger louder colors and, and designs and I think this is on brand with that I think it fits with what the kids are wearing and that's what the point of this is and like tying Justin Bieber in I don't think he's that popular with the kids anymore but like I think Drew House itself is is doing well as like a street brand so you know
1: I I think think this works for the NHL because this feels like something that bet uh, Batman would typically not do so the fact that we are doing something a little outside of the box I'm here for it I'm glad it's not another throwback thing because I feel like the last yes. couple of
0: years of the NHL has been, you know, reverse retro and throwback stuff. So this is something that's more like new generation NHL and I kind of like it. I like uh, also that this All-Star looks like he uh, definitely took it from no name. <laughs> like, yeah, so like 100%. Like so funny 100%. You mentioned, uh, that's no name.
2: You mentioned like the blandness of advertising, like the 2010s. I feel like that's a, that's a, l- a little bit due to like the popularity of Mad Men, where like the emphasis was more on like nostalgia, and I think people took like that show because that was a very I was like a Sopranos esque show. Like it took people oh, yeah. took that to heart, especially a show about advertising, right? And just sim- you know, a- advertising should in a sense be simple. But I think a lot of companies did take that the wrong way. Especially again, you brought Pepsi. Like they really screwed the pooch on that one. Like their their logo has been so boring and bland forever. And I'm like I, I remember seeing a picture of like the history of Pepsi, Pepsi Cola. And their original logo was like this really cool like old timey font. And I was like, that's what you should be using. I was like mm. I was like sometimes you just get it right the first time and you don't have to change it. Like like Pap's blue ribbon per se. You know like they've always been you know, they've all, they've never really changed their logo, and throughout their history, they've had so many different reinvents of who they were as a beer. You know what I mean? Like they from our time, they were the hipster beer, but from the time yeah. before that, they were the, they were just the cheap beer, and the time before that, they were literally the blue ribbon like prize winning beer, and, and yet they stayed consistently you know popular. So it's like sometimes like when you when you when you get the logo right the first time, there's no sense changing it. Honestly, I like to bring this all back to the same point. I like these jerseys, but I feel like. I feel like we really got to go back to like the, the yellow, the yellow shield. They got to go back to harken back to that at some point. They just keep, they keep trying to avoid it. And I'm telling you, like, I, I used to have the yellow, the, 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 Martin Brodeur draft pick behind the yellow shield as like my buddy, this is picker.
0: yellow. What are you saying?
2: Oh, sorry. What, the the, what? the orange shield. Sorry. I get my colors. Mixed oh. up. Orange shield, orange shield, the orange, you know, the old classic orange uh, um, NHL shield. Like, yeah, they put
0: that picture. back, didn't they? On the the last. Oh, on the, I think it was the last reverse retros. They put it at the top, but I know what you're talking yeah. about. The little thing. Oh
2: like, they yeah, to, yeah, yeah. They need to bring yeah. it back for the all star. This, I'm I'm sorry. I, I'm sure the kids love it. It's junk. Those jerseys are garbage. I'm sure people buy them, but they, they It's just that's the like, that's the these jerseys look like the purple ketchup of jerseys. Okay, like they'll be fun today, but they, they won't be the ones we'll talk about later. Like I, like there was there was some all star jerseys that really kicked ass, and these just aren't them. <laughs>
1: what i Some think will really be cool, shitty too but yeah, what i think ahead. will
0: be cool is that you can get your choice of matthews marner nylander or riley on one of these and it'll kind of be like a a, a standout of like you know they were all on that team that year when we had these crazy jerseys and you know maybe the next couple of years things will get weirder and weirder or maybe it'll tone it down but like i think it's kind of cool that a year that we have four Leafs, we've got these, yeah. these kind of crazy it's like a little jerseys that we can, for it, right? Exactly, right? It's like a moment in Leafs history. <laughs> Whether this goes down as as the uh, better one or that time I, we were all, I think it's the right direction because like one. there's
1: no real history for these All Star at this point, right? It's really yeah. dirty, so I, I do like the orange, but so why not switch it up every year? Like you said, make it original to that time frame.
0: Yeah. Okay, so um, last thing we want to talk about today. We've got hot takes. So instead of questions, I asked for hot takes tonight. So let's go through those. Um, first off, we've got... Ooh, the first one to hit this. Sam at Sumed Canal. I'm sorry, I butchered that. Uh, I'm going to get flamed for this, but Sammy is better than Jones. Where's my fire?
1: I mean, if you look <laughs> at it, it is... <laughs> His body of a play and everything from last year on, you you're right, but he sure as fuck isn't this year.
0: Yeah, I mean I can't like like we were saying, I like the way that Jones has been playing. I feel like if if Sammy's at a hundred percent, he's probably better than Jones a hundred percent. But like that's of just course. not what we have right now, you know. Um, and to be fair, Jones is probably playing it like this 110%. guy, dual
1: Vasilevsky last year in the playoffs. He He's got a good pedigree. He's a good goaltender when he's on, but when he's not, he's Darty's better than him.
2: <laughs> you know what? Like I, I like Martin Jones just because, like, like who the hell is Martin Jones? <laughs> you, know? you know? like this right. guy just like like nobody expected this. This wasn't supposed to be thrust upon him, and and even if it was, even if we did expect it to be thrust upon him, we didn't expect him to be as good as he has been, and again, like, we could put some of that on the team, and we could put some of that on maybe just, you know, the teams that we've been playing, but it's, it's just, it's a feel-good story, and who knows when the gravy train, yeah. you know, comes to an end, but, like, we all started the season expecting Sammy to be lights out because of how he beat Vasilevsky, and again, maybe that's because of the team, maybe that's because the team that was in front of Vasilevsky, yeah. but at the same time, like, there was a story going into that uh, series that you know Vasilevsky couldn't be beat. Vasilevsky, yep. this, Vasilevsky, he's a, he. You know he'll stop. He'll you know he'll let a few goals in, but then he'll stop it. And we somehow, after tooth and nail, beat him. And the guy that was between the pipes when we did that was Sammy. And you know what? Like we expected similar results, but of course, the regular season, the Leafs have their moments, and sometimes it doesn't always lead to positive mental effects for goaltending, mm-hmm. but look, Samsonov is still Samsonov. He's only a year older. That's in the grand scheme of things at his age, that doesn't change a lot considering he hasn't had, you know, a life altering injury. He's just been bad. And, you know, even great golfers get the yips, you know, a great, they, they, they say that all people of all sports get it, but it was known, you know, the term is from golfing. And I would argue that Sammy may have a case of the yips, anything like, it's like trying to get rid of a, like a hiccup, right? Like Eventually it goes away. And I think that Sammy has a chance. There is still, he said, he's, he's only a year older. He's it's not like he had some life altering, uh, injury that like, he's, you know, coming back, like say, um, what's his name? Uh, that was on IR, um, cameras, Matt Murray. Yeah. Right. Like Matt Murray, just looks like a bag of bones, but Sammy, there's a chance. There is the chance. I do believe that this hot take is right. Yeah. That Sammy is the guy. And we're going to find out come, you know, postseason.
0: C'est beau. Love it. Okay, next one. Uh, Classic Cal's misadventures. A cross-check is no longer a cross-check if it is, one, against Toronto, and two, against particularly <laughs> Austin Matthews. What the fuck was with the officiating tonight? I mean, we didn't talk about that, but I said, like, Keith, better take the fine. I know the guys blew this game on their own, but, I mean, one of those goals would have would not have happened had a penalty been called when it should have been. We yeah. had soft-ass calls on the Leafs. There was a um, a slash to the hands of... Two missed by Druey. Yeah, I think it was Drew who slashed... Was it McCabe on the hands? I don't remember who.
1: Yeah, I forget who he got, but he got someone pretty good.
0: Yeah, and then we see Matthews get absolutely demolished uh, with a cross-check to what looked like the upper shoulder. Uh, well, he's you know hunched over into the boards there. Dangerous play. Luckily, he shakes it off and he keeps playing, but uh, no call there. And uh, that was kind of it. It sucks.
1: That can't happen anymore, man. Like I understand we're in a tight game, three-three, but the next time he's on the ice, I, I want to say like something has to happen to him, right? At the risk oh, of taking yeah. a penalty, but like, or maybe maybe next time we play them, but like that shit can't go on, right? Otherwise, it's open season on Matthews, and everyone knows it, and we need to put a stop to it. I thought we put a stop to it.
2: <laughs> is this not like the train dilemma of like the Leafs and like NHL as it is? Like we because like we've had so many different instances unrelated to the Leafs of like having this conversation of retaliation and what it is and mm-hmm. what it isn't and what it should be and what it shouldn't be. But when it comes to Austin Matthews, retaliation means pulling out like literal axes and murdering oh, the guy. No, like,
0: that's what, that's oh, what we expect. awful place oh, to lose it. You. Is,
2: oh, oh, you lost me. Sorry. Um, what Wait. I was saying was if you didn't, if I don't remember retaliation where you lost me. is. Retaliation is—it's uh, just one of those disgusting things that, like, it's like nobody wants to talk about, you know, how to slaughter the chickens. You know what I mean? Like, nobody wants to talk about how the meat on the counter gets made. And it's like, <laughs> it's like at the end of the day, like we've ha- we've we've had this conversation about different. Instances that are at unrelated. We had this conversation about, um, you know, hurting people and not hurting people and not being snaky and not being mean, not being rude. But at the same time, it's like when it comes to us and Matthews, you know that we want the guys out there with pitchforks and committing murder. Like, as sad as it, as sad as it is, like, I, I'm, I not, I'm, not advocate, I'm not advocating it, but like our, in, deep in our guts, in our soul, we're like, we're like, kill him, get that guy, fucking kill him, stab him, you know, but like... <laughs> Like, but at the end of the day, like what, what is too much? What isn't enough? Like, what do we really want for Matthews? You know I mean? it just sucks. It's the shittiest
1: thing.
0: Look, we saw McCabe throw a huge hit afterwards that ended up getting him an interference call. So that was kind of the retaliation that that didn't go well, right? Like it resulted in a power play when the Leafs, the last thing the Leafs needed was to be shorthanded again. So yeah, you can retaliate for these things, but the timing is crucial too. Like when you're, you're tied and it's that late in the game. That's that's the dilemma. It's it's hard to just say, you know, we have to stick up for him and give up the power play. Like that's where you need your captain (laughs) and your coach to step in and be like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? And play
1: these guys again next year, take his number. Yeah. That type of shit. Or like you have a little piece of shit who behind the play, you slash the guy's ankle pretty hard. You break a stick around his back. You you do, you do something that you're not going to get caught, but like, at least let them know, like, that can not happen. Just, just don't chop a guy the in the face. Yeah, it's yeah. just, the, just the problem yeah, with the do do Leafs
2: is like when we do it, we end up like Nazim Qadri, right? Like in the playoffs, like, we it seems do, like it goes up, like, too far, right? Yeah, and that's it. That's what pisses me off is like yeah. we always get caught. Like, it's like it's like we're the kid that always ends up in detention, even though like everybody else is just as bad. It's like, for mm-hmm. frick's sakes, like, what, like. That, that's like that's why my my point was pointless. Like, I don't think there was an end to it. It was just me going but around in a there, circle, which usually does
1: happen. It was just... <laughs> a quote by, I think, Sheldon said that he was told that the ref said that he didn't cross-check him, that Matthews just fell on his own accord. So that oh, kind well, of stuff pisses me off. Like, There needs to be some accountability for the refs. Like, They need to have some type of review system where this type of stuff doesn't happen, or at least like you're explaining yourself, right? The NBA used to have in the last two minutes – Every call they'd make, they'd have to go through the sheet and explain why they did it. There needs to be some type of accountability somewhere, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a least fan. This is like sports wide, every league. Oh yeah, I mean, look at the
0: <laughs> look at the 15 minute offside review in the Oilers game. Like yeah. officiating is going to shit. NFL the more and more technology these guys got, uh,
1: the Raptors got boned the other day playing the Lakers. Yeah, I was just gonna say I hope that MLSE is
0: comfortable pulling the checkbook out for another fine to a coach because uh They get that money. Yeah, it's not a lot. So it's, it's pennies to them, but it's, know, it's the it's the thought. Gotta pay another fine because you guys are complaining about refs. Well yeah. How about yeah. you use your billions and tell Gary, <laughs> who works for you, to fix his fucking refereeing.
2: That is the finest like 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 horse browns I've ever seen. Like can't believe that 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 ref said that ref said that uh, he fell on his own accord. It's like, yeah, well, the you know, the air fell out of your tires on its own accord last night. Sorry, you couldn't make it home. <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of retaliation. That's the kind of retaliation I would expect from a ref that brain dead. It's like, you know what? Like, if you're going to say that kind of stuff, then, like, I hope someone steals your catalytic converter. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, God. Okay. Uh, Shanny 56 uh, Shanny says, Leafs turnover is costing the game. Leafs turnovers cost them games, plural, mm-hmm. on both of those turnovers and games. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been one of the the common mistakes this year. I think there's been very few things that they've blown leads on, um, like we were saying before, you know, not um, or getting too comfortable when you have the lead has been one of them. And uh, turnovers has been another big one this year. I mean, just, just shitty passes out of their own end that end up back in the net. So
1: Bad times when you're on yeah. a penalty kill, like you, you have a open shot just to get out of the zone and you can't do it like Geo did the other day Um, that stuff that kills you in a game
0: I mean McCabe in overtime against the Islanders like there's been a lot of shitty turnovers yeah that have literally cost them (laughs) a point
2: well, well, you know what, you know what, fellas. I would say that uh, I've seen that Tim Hortons is re-releasing some uh, some old uh, flavors, uh, you know, flavors of the past for uh, donuts, and I think maybe they need to do a new one. I think they need to do the Leafs turnover. I think that's what they no. need to <laughs> no. do. I think that would be a great seller. You know, some Leafs turnovers. That'd be great. <laughs> a whole box they of would, them.
0: They would sell well in Quebec. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so fun guy Cal, shout out says um kind of wish Revo was playing
2: no you don't
1: <laughs> I don't Who's who's he gonna take out uh Noah Gregor yeah, that's fair um yeah I, I guess I mean well, what what's he gonna do is he gonna go fight manson tonight get a five minute instigator and then the game shot like
0: yeah, like what's, I, I feel like the attitude has, uh, I don't want to say rubbed off on the team, I was looking for better words than that, but it seems like the attitude has rubbed off on of the team, and they are stepping up to the fight when they need to, so I don't really yeah. see the point of bringing but, him in like, just I guess to be you say a guy.
1: Like, The counter like, arguments, the deterrent is he doesn't do it at all if Reeves is there, but I haven't seen anything to back that up really.
0: Honestly, I like Simon Benoit as the bully. Yeah, me too. Like somebody on defense, like I'd like the fact that it's, I'm scared to go into their zone instead of Reeves being a forward. I feel like it's kind of an awkward thing to be the guy who's fighting people and you're the forward when the team doesn't yeah. really need help getting to the net. They need help keeping people away from theirs. And Benoit is like the replacement for Luke Shen. And, you know, the numbers, not just, uh, a novelty, I think it's uh, they play very similarly, they're mean and they scare people, <laughs>
1: yeah. Or if we can have a fourth line forward who kids skate, defend, and fight, too, that'd be great. But uh, I right. th- yeah, it's not our use,
0: Darren so, Roanoke. Oh, go ahead, Bart. Uh,
2: say, to, it's short and sweet, it's just you don't want Reeves out there like, like when Kyle Clifford went out there for two minutes and that was out the whole game, you know what I mean?
0: Oh, and got <laughs> suspended, like, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: It's like that's that's what we're like asking if you put Reeves on the ice now because I just don't think he, like I just and maybe we just haven't seen enough of him, and he, you won't see it from him on this particular nah. team. Uh, is that like he just doesn't seem like he's got got the, the got the not the fight left in, but he doesn't really have the, like the finesse anymore, like to no, be on the wheels? Each other. Yeah. yeah, I don't know.
0: Just add him to the list of guys we got at the end of their run, just one season too late. Mm-hmm. Darren Roanoke at Roanoke Darren. That's clever. They need to trade for a top four D man and a bottom six forward immediately, or they may be bounced from a playoff spot with one of the tougher schedules to finish the year. Nothing is guaranteed. Stop cutting off. Boom. Hot take.
2: Explosions. Wave.
0: Uh, so let's break it down. Trade for a top four D man. Um, trade for one. I don't, I think. I'm just gonna dig into my opinion from before and that they just need to rotate their guys better. Like give a rest to Gio, put somebody else in and you know, just get, like look, you gave Benwan Laguson a chance for, mm. you know, two months and look what you got out of them that you weren't expecting. So I think there's enough within that you can do that. You're moving on from a lot of them at the end of the season. Like who's gonna take who are you trading for one? Exactly. Who are, you, who
1: are you grabbing and who are you gonna trade for this? Like it's like, like, you Roberts can't just your guy. I don't see him get landing like a top four, right? You're not going to trade Midden, you're not going to trade Cowan. They want to keep their picks, I think, for once. Um, so how do you do it? And if you're not trading one of the D, then like who do you bump out? Like, there's
0: just so many. I don't,
1: I could see it's... them getting another depth defenseman, but I don't think they're trading for like a bona fide top four. Uh, bottom six forward that one I
0: don't hate. Um, Agreed. I think the bottom six has been a little stale. Uh, the third line's been great, but the fourth line has just kind of fallen back into that we don't know what we're doing.
1: I know where uh, you're going, Dirty. I can see your smile.
0: You, I'll let him go for it. Say it. What do you got? Say it. He's muted, though.
1: I don't, I don't even think you know what
2: I'm going for, but I just like I was just thinking about it because you guys kind of cut in and out on my end, and that's probably just my shitty internet because I see I'm only, only 73% loaded, <gasps> but what I was going to say is... Uh, there, there, we should have had a counter for how many times we said who in that one. It's like it just it just kind of <laughs> comparing who, who, who. I thought it was an I'm owl in the building, but it—we just at like,
0: owl now
1: available.
2: Yes, yeah, but it's just, <laughs> it kind of just like who are we trading for? Who, 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 who? So <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess I'll part it
1: into this. Do should we show interest in Perry? Yes, uh, that's where I thought you were going. You had to make yes. a shitty grin. Oh, I, I always, don't hate it. We always have a shitty grin. I agree. I kind of agree. If you have someone who's fast, the plan is aligned with them. Which camp you f- can be quick, then yeah,
0: yeah. Look, I think Gregor and McMahon are both kind of not plugs, but they're there because yeah, of they're, they're the they're best. Bodies. They're the the best thing available. Um, that makes less than a million dollars. I don't. I think if you had a better option, you would stick them in. But that's kind of where we're at right now. You don't want to put Robertson on the fourth line. it's um, on the fourth letter.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe you get Kiefer Bellows up, but like, I don't know where that's going. I think that's still kind of a big question mark. Um, Yeah, I don't I don't hate it because if it's just money and the Leafs kind of have that, you know, enough that they could offer Corey Perry, at least Mm -hmm. uh, you don't have to send anything out the door, which, again, the Leafs don't have. I kind of like it. Me too. Especially for the playoffs. (laughs)
2: <laughs> what do you get for the guy who has nothing you know what i mean like this guy like <laughs> he, he definitely went through the ringer and it's just like, Oh man, I, I have a shitty grin now because like all I can think about is just like he comes to the team and like he's shaking hands, with everybody introducing himself and he gets pulled in real close by Austin Matthews. And he's like, stay away from my mom. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> like, oh man. And, and we all know that's a, a, absolute like horse shit. Like it's just, every, I can't the believe it, it was disgusting. It was really trash. Like it was just, it was like, you know, Maury Povich style, like tabloid news. I hated, I hated it from the, I I hate it from the get-go that people brought yeah. that rumor up and like you know it's just obviously not hearing anything from the the shit storm town that is you know Chicago it's like you know people let their their imagination run wild because that organization has been you know it's just been yeah. trash ever, ever since the you know the KB incident so it's just handled that one
0: smooth as yeah, Butterfingers. It was just
2: exactly right so it's like we just expected nothing but more drama but it's just I, I really didn't like what happened, like in regards to that story. You said that tabloid news mm-hmm. just that uh, getting um, blown completely out of proportion, and f- I felt so bad for Bedard because like that guy is, yeah. said he's a young stud. Like that, the, the, you, know, oh, you, yeah. don't the, you don't want it's that. You don't want that kind a good of stuff.
1: Kid too, like
0: yeah. it sucks. Who now has a broken jaw and is missing his first yeah. All Star game?
1: Also, did like, Friedman come out and say, sorry, Bedard, that like, go, 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 go. if it happened on any other team, he might not have been expelled from the team." That's like, about the incident that it wasn't like I didn't hear that at.
0: but that's interesting because like it it shows that the Blackhawks know how short their own leash is that they yes. couldn't let something like that get out but then the fact that they still fumbled
1: they handled it terribly at- yeah so they did one thing oh, right God. but then they still managed to fuck it up which is it's wild
0: which is crazy because that means that they had the time to calculate their response to this and how they were going to handle it, and they still did it badly. Like, yep. holy shit, guys!
2: And, and when you get when you let rumors like like that are ac- absolutely bullshit, you know, get announced and like on national news, right? You got like Frank Saravelli saying that's total horseshit. The fact that he's even bringing it up is like ridiculous. At it, it's it's like. It's at the peak of ridiculousness, right? Like it should have never gotten to the point where someone even had to deny it on national TV. Exactly. And it's like you get you get to this point where you have a young star and he's basically getting like, you know, like like if anybody knows Degrassi, it's like he get he's basically (laughs) being put under Campbell Saunders level stress, right? Like you're gonna do that to the young guy? Like he's gotta worry about his goddamn mom now like the, he's he, he's a national treasure in the hot in, in the nhl and he's got to worry yeah. about what people are saying about his mom that's disgusting that's he'll be the
1: next crosby and like he yeah. has to deal with this in the first half of his year in the nhl it's yeah said yeah. it's the same
0: It seems like a bad year for tabloid shit. Like, I mean, we also had the Kevin Hayes stuff that came out with this this Cutter Goche. That was awful. Like the the threats that him and his family have been getting, and the not good. I don't. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about that. But it's just it seems that there's been a lot of toxicity coming from uh, from the fan bases this year. And you know, I don't want to blame it all on Elon Musk, but anytime I can, (laughs) I will. Um, I don't think it's lost on anybody that. Shitty opinions are flying around a lot quicker on X than they were on Twitter. So yep. you know, it gives it gives life to a lot more bullshit when people just like you can't block people and people, you know, people in general need shut to down calm for down. Dumb like, shit. This is
1: entertainment. This is sports. Remember, like the whole World Junior thing, like how people were attacking these kids who aren't making any money yet doing this. They're not professional. Saying like how they let their country down, how they're fucking terrible, blah blah blah. Like so many worse things I'm not going to mention right now. But, like, these are grown-ass men and women sitting behind their keyboards just shitting on kids. And it it carries on through everywhere in sports. they know it's brutal. Yeah. It's Everyone needs like, to relax a little bit. This is yeah, a game.
2: it's just, like, the ridiculousness, the, like, the sexualization, the, I said, like, the over-the-top nature. It's just, like, that. that's the stuff that, like, needs to stay on fucking B-Thread, you know? It shouldn't be on, you know, a popular networking site. It should be. <laughs> Like it's just weird that like we're getting to a point. I said like stuff like stuff like that's making national news. It's just it's just garbage. It's just just that. Yeah. And yeah. but to go back to a, a serious note, you know, obviously, you know, things weren't looking pretty great for Corey Perry, and, and I, I think he's still wormy enough to give it one go for uh, you know being a badass and being uh, you know a threat on the ice. And if there's any team that can re- rehabilitate him. Like, hell, we take, I said, we've taken a lot of crap players and, you know, why not take one more?
0: <laughs> yeah, look, if you've got Reeves sitting in the press box, you might
1: as well bring Corey Perry and, like, fuck. From him. Northern Ontario too, Ontario boy, bring him in.
0: Yeah, and I feel like for everybody that says, you know, oh, he won't come to Canada, like, he just wants to go for a cup run. And, and there's not that many teams with the money. Uh, the Leafs, thanks to some LTIR and gymnastics, have a bit to throw his way. Yeah. Why not? Like, I don't think he he would turn down, you know, a million two five or whatever, whatever it is prorated for the rest of the year. Yeah. Fuck it. You,
2: you know how it is. You do well in the Leafs, you get you get paid somewhere else, right? So
0: yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he's got another year, but we'll see. Uh, Mook at Twins forty four last one. Their stars played like stars. Ours did not. I mean, come on.
1: Riley Riley played good. Matthews played all right. Um, yeah, that's about it.
0: Yeah, Riley, like a true all star, uh, wasn't distracted by the announcement like it seemed the rest of the guys were, and uh, put the, the uh, puck where his mouth is, and uh, you know scored, yeah, <laughs> fucking beauty goal.
1: But at the same it time, wins, I don't think the really broke the game or anything, but their stars did play better than ours.
0: Yeah, it felt like matchup wise, um, they were playing a lot better. Like they were, um, I don't know. They seemed to control play when they were on the ice in yep. our zone a lot more than we did. So, yeah. Tough night for the uh, the top boys. We'll come back chances, tomorrow. But. Yep. All right. Thanks, y'all. Uh, it's been real. We are Uta here. We'll be back um, with the next game. Yeah. I th- yeah.
2: Thanks will so be tomorrow.
0: <laughs> Thanks, boys.
2: You know what they say. If... Uh... You got to keep your stick on the ice, and you know, if the women don't find you handsome, uh, they better at least find a handy. You know.
0: <laughs> I stopped the outro for you to steal two different slogans. <laughs> <laughs> Darty Rudder.
2: Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LeafsLateNight, your night of post-game podcast. Available after every game on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, and more. Tune in next episode for Bean and Marty Zilstra and Steph the Fanalist. <laughs>